Realty. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. It's Review It Man, reviewing what he can. Movies are his jam, so let's get twisted, man. It's Review It Rob. Hey, yo, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Review It Rob show, man. I'm, of course, your host, Review It Rob, coming at you with some fast and furious review this week, man. Um, got my spoiler free review for Fast X, the newest film in the Fast franchise. It's a lot of F-words. Um, so I'm going to give my spoiler-free thoughts on that one. And uh, I got some news for you, of course. Got DC and horror news, which is mandatory to every single episode, and some other kind of news involving a certain video game that decided to drop a lot of information, as well as some other goodies, man. I appreciate you coming into the show, man. Hope you have a good time with the show. If you're a returning listener, welcome back, babies. Hope you're uh, having a great day. As always, hope everybody's having a great day. I don't know where I'm going. This is the way this show works, but appreciate you as always joining twini- tw- in to uh, this ridiculous show that I do every single week. But uh, fun stuff, and I would appreciate it if you would hit that like and subscribe and share this nonsense with everybody in your world because we all need a little bit of twisted nonsense in our lives, right? And I have plenty of that for you with this show. <laughs> uh, let's see. If you can do that, that'd be awesome. If you do like and subscribe and follow the Throw Me Podcast Network, you can see I put up a new gameplay. I did WWE 2K23's latest DLC, the Pretty Sweet Pack. I uh, had, had a pretty sweet time, to be honest with you. You know, pun intended. It was a fun time, and you know, I love playing the wrestling game, WWE game, and I'm going to keep playing that and throwing up more gameplays on there, as well as uh, the Disney games I have. I need to play some more of those. Uh, the Speedstorm game, so much fun, man. Check it out, and I do need to jump back into the Lion King and all that stuff, but all that stuff can be seen on the Throw Me Podcast Network's YouTube page. Like, subscribe, share that, man, for all that fun stuff and all our fun goodies and podcasts, including this random show you're listening to. Um, anything else I've been up to? Not really. Just watch some old classic wrestling, you know, yada, yada. Bought a movie ticket today. Going to buy another one tomorrow because I love that Regal Unlimited Pass. I bought the ticket for Little Mermaid. I am going to make myself go see that in theaters and check out see how it is. I probably will watch the cartoon before seeing it because never seen it. Yeah, but we'll talk about that next week when I give my spoiler-free thoughts on that. But speaking of spoiler-free thoughts, man, let's go ahead and jump into this week's review. Mentioned it a moment ago. Fast X, the 10th film. Note the X in the name of the Fast and Furious franchise. Insane to think that they have 10 films, but hey, here we go. Um, it is rated PG-13 for action adventure. It is a two-hour, 21-minute film. It's not rated PG-13 for an action-adventure. It is an action-adventure film. It's rated PG-13 for intense sequences of violence, action, language, and some suggested material. So, it's kind of right saying PG-13 for action because, there you go. Over many missions and against impossible odds, Dom Toretto and his family have outsmartened, outnerved, and outdriven every foe in their path. Now they confront the most lethal opponent they've ever faced, a terrifying threat emerging from the shadows of the past. Imagine that, something emerging from the shadows of the past in the Fast franchise. Uh, Fueled by blood revenge, and who is determined to shatter this family and destroy everything and everyone that Dom loves forever. Rotten Tomatoes critics are not a fan of this movie, as they have it at 54%, while the audience 
more favorable at an 86%, and IMDb has it at a 6.4 out of 10. So, say it with me, what were my thoughts of the film? Well, let's go ahead and, like I mentioned in previous episodes, I'm sure, in, in real life, to friends and all that stuff, I am not the biggest fan of this franchise. I do not like it all that much. do not really enjoy them. I've seen every other movie about once, and just miserable every time single time watching him because they're just outlandish and ridiculous which is kind of insane for me somebody who watches a lot of outlandish ridiculous things i don't know why this franchise uh just bothers me so much but i I just i don't know it's just something in my head that just clicks that way so i've never really you know gotten into the huge uh bandwagon of the franchise and all that stuff and never understood why it's so huge and why it's making all this money every single time it releases a movie and all that stuff Never really fully got it. Um, you know, I saw the first movie, like, after being home from school, because uh, I was out, because I had, to, sorry for this image, ingrown toenail surgery. Um, I had to get that taken care of and rented the first Fast and the Furious film. And, you know, from there, I, I didn't really watch any of the other movies until, I think, uh, I don't know what number it was, the last one with Paul Walker in it. Um saw that in theater, so I did watch all the other movies leading up to it before going to see that, and then, you know, seen every other movie about once, and never really cared to check back into them or anything like that, and now we're, here we come to Fast X, and I was actually interested in, in I'm not going to say excited, but I was interested in seeing this movie for um, one reason and one reason only, and that was Jason Momoa, I am a Jason Momoa fan, obviously. You know, of course, as a DC guy, I love seeing him as Aquaman and what he's done in the uh, character of Aquaman. But I've liked Jason Momoa before then. I, uh, you know, I liked him on Game of Thrones and all that stuff. Uh, so I've, I've always, you know, been a fan of his in some way, shape, or form. But, you know, Aquaman kicked that uh, a little bit further. And that was the main thing for me. When I saw the trailers, I'm like, oh, Jason Momoa's in it. And then, like, oh, I'm actually, it seems like an interesting character. Like, uh, you know, be worth seeing for him alone, I guess, right? And that thought is completely valid because Jason Momoa is this movie 100%. His character is incredible. The dude is killing it in every single scene he has. He's chewing up the scenery in an amazing way. He's performing his heart out. He's freaking killing it. He's having the time of his life playing this character. And I love to see it because that was the main thing I was going to this movie to see was Jason Momoa. And I loved everything I saw with him in the film. He was absolutely fantastic. You know, I said it in my um, short clip, my uh, quick reaction up on the Throw Me Podcast Network YouTube. Uh, Mr. Wonderful on his show said it and, you know, even heard Mark Bernard say it on Fat Man Beyond that he's very much playing like a Jokery vibe, like a Joker vibe. And you never would picture Jason Momoa as a Joker because we always have this like image of what the Joker should be um, in our heads. But, you know, nobody would have ever been like, oh, Jason Momoa should be the Joker, right? Because, you know, comic book fans are, we are all there. I'm mean, even there, you know, I'm there as well. Like you have this certain vision of the Joker, but I'm okay with altering and um, changing the, uh, the vision of the character up so much. Like, that's why I've never really ever had a problem with Jared Leto's Joker. But uh, for the most part, we know how you know, all that stuff goes. But he freaking kills it. Now I want to see him play the Joker. It probably would never happen whatsoever if there was like a bizarro world or something that happened uh, in the DCU. Uh, but, you know, absolutely killing it. You can see some Heath Ledger mannerisms in him when he's playing the character and all that stuff. So he absolutely kills it. And he was without a doubt the best part of the movie itself. But overall, like this is the first time I've watched a Fast and the Furious film and was not miserable. You know, I was watching it. I was enjoying it. Um, you know, I am not the biggest Vin Diesel fan by any means. I, I've said that multiple times on the show as well, but you know, I enjoyed the up. I, you know, I enjoyed it. And that's the first for me with this franchise. I think maybe I liked five when the rock uh, joined the franchise and all that, but 
you know, I, I, as it went on, I didn't really care, and I didn't like Hobbs and Shaw that much, so maybe I'm just thinking I liked Five. I don't know. But, you know, this film delivered for me. You know, it's kind of funny that, you know, so many people who've always loved this franchise are, you know, seeing some negative reviews towards it. Uh, this is one of the first films that I've ever enjoyed in the franchise, and, you know, I've never liked the other ones, and they always got positive reviews. So it's hilarious to me the way that works, but I don't care. I'm going to love what I love no matter what or who says they don't like this movie. And, you know, again, I enjoyed it when I was in theaters. It very much is going to be, we already knew going into this film, that it was going to be uh, two movies, and uh, very much ends that way, uh, and we, you know, heard Vin Diesel say that uh, the studio would want to do it as three, so more than likely going to be a trilogy end here for the Fast franchise, which is fine, as long as Jason Momoa is there, I'm in, and, you know, again, like I said, I did enjoy the movie, the action scenes didn't feel as ridiculously stupid over the top as they normally do, like, you don't have, any, you know, any, like, just over-the-top nonsense in this film. Now, there is, of course, you know, fast, the Fast franchise. They're going to do stuff that's just bonkers. But it, it seemed a little more toned down in this movie than it did in the other films, if that makes sense. Um, of course, I can't spoil anything to Nick, you know, don't want to say anything. Obviously, I don't want to spoil nothing. But it's 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 more, it's more uh, down-to-earth, if you will. But still down-to-earth in, like, the Fast franchise kinds of um, understanding. Not so much as, like, the first film, uh, where, you know, that movie was just basically street racing and all that stuff, which there is, you know, and they showed in the trailer, there is a street racing scene, which is cool in this movie as well. So, you know, they had a little bit of the roots there uh, with the franchise and everything. But, yeah, I personally enjoyed the movie. I, I, I don't know what the hate is all about for this film. I, I don't get it. You know, maybe people are just judging it too hard because it's the first and apparently a trilogy of films that's going to happen. But I liked it. Uh, there's a mid credit scene for the film, which is pretty cool and awesome. Um, you know, the cast is just freaking full of big name stars and all that. So I, I don't know, man, I enjoyed it. Like, I don't know what to tell you, you know, and I wasn't expecting anything like big time, you know, with these movies. I'm not ever expecting anything like, Oscar-winning word of the year, you know, or anything like that. Like, you very know, you very much know what you're getting. You're getting ridiculous uh, car scenes, family said 1,500 times, you know, a, a freaking blast from the past character coming. You know, the franchise is what it is. It's, you know, it's as same beats, bits and pieces as, like, the Friday the 13th franchise. It's just all the, you know, it's got its bits and pieces, and it's got its parts that it plays, and just goes outlandish as it goes on, you know? Um, so, personally, yeah, I enjoyed the film. I, I don't get or understand the hate for it. Uh, and, you know, I'm not naive to the idea that I could very well be giving this a positive review because of Jason Momoa's performance alone. You know, that could be something. But when I look at nine films in a franchise where I was like, I don't like this, and then I see this movie, I'm like, I enjoy this. That's awesome for me. And it now makes me, for the first time ever, you know, be, uh, you know, other than this film, be like, I can't wait to see what they do with the next film because I want more Jason Momoa. I want more, you know, uh, whatever they were doing in this movie. Like, I want to see where it eventually ends up going, which is a first, again, for me with this franchise. I'm not, you know, you know beating a dead horse here, but I'm not, you know, a huge fan of it. So when a movie in this franchise that I'm not a fan of is like, hey, I leave the theater, I'm like, hey, I'm not miserable. I didn't hate that. I enjoyed it, and I've enjoyed it more than several other movies I've seen, including, you know, I'm not a Marvel guy, but including Marvel movies I've seen recently, excluding, you know, obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's a fantastic movie. But other you know, Marvel films I've seen recently, like, I don't get it. 
you know, and again, I don't care. I'm going to enjoy what I want to enjoy. There's plenty of films that I love that people do not love. And there's plenty of films that people love that I do not love. I don't care. You know, um, I don't care. It's the way it works. I'm fine with it. We all have our different feels and strokes, and that's cool. No hate here for me. You like what you like. I never tell somebody not to see a movie, and I never judge somebody for the movie they like, man. That's your thing, except for Twilight. You know, we got to talk. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's my, that's my you know, spoiler-free thoughts of Fast X. Enjoyable movie. Go see it in theaters. I saw it in RPX. It was fun. Um, yeah, probably the best of the franchise as far as I'm concerned. And again, probably feeling that way mostly because of Jason Momoa because that's how freaking good he was in that movie. And that's enough for me. All right, going to uh, going from this to the news. Um, and of course, Jason Momoa is, you know, perfect lead in to DC news, of course, because he is part of the DC universe and sounds like he'll be part of the DCU, the new universe with James Gunn and Peter Safran and the new DC studios. Um, it's been announced that he will pretty much be, you know, in the DCU. They said they would love to keep working with him. Um, they said they actually look forward to working with Jason for many years to come. So he'll, he's definitely part of the DCU. We just don't know if it's fully as Aquaman or as Lobo as the rumors have been out there about. Uh, but either way, big congratulations to them having Jason Momoa continue to be in the universe because he is fantastic. Now, um, James Gunn has always been very vocal on Twitter about uh, anybody asking him questions or uh, casting news. And casting nonsense has been going on for a while. You've heard me talk about it multiple times on the show about the casting for anything in the DCU at this point. Um, people have been going over their head and out their ass for um, DC content and DC uh, casting rumors and all that stuff. And they, you know, all that stuff. So James Gunn has addressed these rumors yet again, saying, quote, I'm getting barrage with bullshit DC rumors this morning. I'll just reiterate the general rule not to believe anything unless it comes from me or Peter, uh, Peter Saffron, of course. But unless it's especially egregious, egregious, I'm going to slow down on calling shit out. Sorry, I know it's one of my favorite traditions. Uh, he continues saying, one, some people are making up lies to get attention from me or to get clicks, and I don't want to encourage that, which fantastic. You know, this is basically what the internet is. A lot of people looking for attention over and over again, even making up bullshit lies. Uh, two, I've read a hundred rumors this morning. One of them is half true, so I don't want to be used as a way for people to throw nonsense at the wall until something sticks, end quote. Very fair. And then three, I'm story storyboarding Superman Legacy and don't have time. Have a great day. Um, and then, of course, somebody did ask him about storyboarding. He said uh, it's far from the first draft. So he's very much working on, you know, Superman Legacy right now. He's writing and directing that. And, of course, he's building a whole universe with DC right now. So I don't I don't blame him at all. You know, it's, uh, you know, a bunch of ridiculous nonsense that he gets tagged in continuously on Twitter, which I do see and report on the show. Uh, because, again, like he said, if it doesn't come from them, why the hell are you believing anything on the internet? You should all know at this point not to believe everything on the internet. The internet is full of shit a lot of the times. Very much so. You know? Uh, so, let's yeah, just wait. We'll wait until the official casting comes out. There are casting rumors. Hell, I talk about casting rumors from time to time on here. But when it comes to this DC stuff where he has continuously said over and over and over again, they will let you know when casting happens then you should calm it down and just wait for them to let us know when the casting happens. 
Cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, Flash had some more screenings uh, over the weekend as it's le uh, leading up to the, re uh, the release. The release is coming up very soon. It is next month. So excited and happy about that. I plan on seeing that movie so many times in theaters. Um, it is my most anticipated film of the year, and I can go ahead and tell you it will be my favorite film of the year. No if, fans or buts about it. I love Ezra Miller. Fantastic. Again, what I was talking about, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Ezra Miller's innocent, plain and simple. Uh, Michael Keaton's Batman's always been my favorite Batman, so excited to see him. Excited to see Sasha Cowley. I've said this a hundred thousand times, but I'm so amped excited about that movie. So much so, I got pissed at Regal today because uh, on the app, the advanced tickets were there. I tried to buy them, and they're like, oh, sorry, there's a problem that happened. Uh, I sent a message to Regal. I'm like, yo, what the hell? You know, they're like, oh, the tickets aren't on sale yet. I'm like, your app says they're on sale. But nonetheless, they're not on sale yet. They'll be on sale soon enough. But I ended up buying Little Mermaid tickets, so whatever. Um, and then I'm going to buy a ticket for the machine because I plan on seeing that as well. Two spoiler-free reviews coming for you all next week. But nonetheless, Flash is still having screenings. And I don't remember the last time I've seen a film be reviewed so positively and loved by so many people, including celebrities left and right. And now Stephen King, of all people, came out and said, despite not caring much for Superman movies at all, he said the film is special and he loved it. So that's huge right there. You know, somebody who doesn't care for superhero movies loves this film. Like this movie is going to be insane. I love all the positive press that it's getting after being surrounded in bullshit negative press that should have never happened in the first place, uh, is now getting all this positive awesomeness surrounding it, and that's great. Love it. Uh, I mean, can't wait for Martin Scorsese to come out and probably say something great about it, because that's the track record we're on right now. All these all these amazing positive thoughts coming out, and I love every single last one of them, and I, I can't express how much I am excited for this film. All right, and last little bit of news to talk about DC-wise, Shazam! Fury of the Gods is hitting HBO Max, excuse me, hitting Max this week. And so Shazam! Fury of the Gods will be hitting the streaming service by the time you're listening to this episode, more than likely. So there you go. Enjoy that. That is the DC news. Now let's jump over to horror news. Not much uh, to really pick up on here. Might need to do a little more research, see if there's anything else out there, but... Quick topics real quick. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey Part 2 is in fact happening, and it starts filming this fall. So there you go. If you're looking for another one of those movies, it is happening. I still have not seen the first one. I've heard mostly negative reviews on the movie, so uh, nonetheless, I am still excited to see that one. Cool to see a Part 2 happening in that. I saw something today that said there's a horror-themed Cinderella movie on the way. Cool. Give it to me. Why not? Um, there was... There's, there's a, they're doing one on um, Christopher Robin, right? Uh, I believe I saw one about Tinkerbell. Uh, just do it, do make all of them, and just you know, just continue having fun making these uh, awesome, you know, ideas and movies, man. Whatever you want to do, we keep making them. Uh, let's see, video game horror news. Nick Cage is joining the Dead by Daylight game franchise. Uh, there'll be more information revealed on that coming in July. Uh, I don't play Dead by Daylight. It's not kind of, it's not one of the games I. Um, I participate in, if you will. I'm more of a story game kind of guy. Um, so, I don't know what that is. We'll wait and see what that ends up being. But, speaking of story games and me playing, Dead by Daylight is getting a story-based game with Until Dawn's super massive games attached to make that bad boy. So, I'm excited for that because I don't know if you know this. I love super massive games, especially Until Dawn. Until Dawn's one of my all-time favorite games. And then you got all these other games they made with the Dark Picture anthology, and then they did the Quarry and all that stuff, man. Very awesome that they're doing this. And this will get me there, man. 
the game is an intense narrative experience filled with powerful life or death choices set within the backdrop of Dead by Daylight. Uh, so basically, just like any supermassive game, uh, life or death choices with your characters, which leads to, you know, building the story out and giving you more chances to play the game after you finish the story because whatever choices you made this time, you can change and make different choices next time. Um, I love that. love those games. It's set in the backdrop of Dead by Daylight, so I don't know what characters they'll be messing with. Of course, Dead by Daylight does have some um, copywritten characters like Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger. I think Ghostface has been on there. Um, Ash has been on there from the Evil Dead franchise, right? Uh, Leatherface, I think, has been on there as well. Um, I don't think I'm forgetting by that they do have their own characters and all that stuff, and I would assume the story would follow around their own characters and villains that they've created for that franchise, but you got me, man. I love horror, so as long as the game is third person, you know, I am interested because I love those super massive games, and you got me intrigued, to say the least, to play that game for sure. Uh, the Fangoria Awards did take place over the weekend. I don't know if you checked that out or not, but it did take place over the weekend. Uh, I streamed live on Shudder. Uh, if you missed the show, you can watch it again, I think, on Shudder at any point in time. Which is pretty funny because Screambox, the competition, if you will, to Shudder, won a lot of awards. Um, Terrifier 2 won, uh, was the biggest winner of the night, winning for four awards, uh, including Best Limited Release Movie, uh, Best Makeup Effects, and Best Kill. Um, the latter award won for the... Well, we're not talking about that because that gives away spoilers. I did not see that movie. Uh, additionally, Terrifier 2 star Lauren Lavera was the first ever recipient of the Editor's Eyeball Award. So there you go. And then elsewhere, um, elsewhere, Screenbox documentary Pennywise, the story of it. I did not know that was out yet. I'd been wanting to see that. Uh, Pennywise, the story of it won for Best Documentary Feature Award. Uh, fuck you, dude. Freaking the Chucky one should have won. I uh, would we'll also like to give a shout-out to fellow Screenbox documentary, Living with Chucky, which was directed by Kyra Garden, also scored a nomination for Best Documentary. Should have fucking won. No, um, I'm a Chucky fan, so obviously I think Chucky should always win. But uh, that's cool, man. I am very interested in that documentary, and glad to get that reminder to check that out, because that is something I do want to see for sure. Uh, let's see. So Terrifier 2, uh, the Pennywise documentary, Living with Chucky, all stream on Screenbox. Cool, man. I'm interested in it, and can't wait to check that out for sure. Um, I think the Black Phone won an award. Uh, I mean, watch the award show. I shouldn't be giving you all the winners. <laughs> watch the award show if you want to check it out. If you just want to know the winners, Google it. Um, but yeah, there you go on that. Trying to see if I got any other kind of horror news out here. Uh, first footage preview for Norman Reedus's Daryl Dixon show. So if you're a Walking Dead fan, that's out there. Um... Uh, Sigourney Weaver says she won't be back for Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel. Okay, that's disheartening, I guess. Um, let's see. Boogeyman, that is coming out next week, right? Um, Cinderella's Curse. Gory horror retelling of Cinderella coming soon. So yes, that is happening. Um, Alan Wake voice actor says game should be coming in October. Alright, cool. Let's try to hit on some stuff here for you real quick. All right, there you go. Um, yeah, cool. All right, so <laughs> that is the horror news for this episode, man. Again, so excited for that uh, Dead by Daylight super massive game. Can't wait to see what the Nick Cage thing is as well. They did drop a teaser trailer for that, uh, showing his character there in the realm, but doesn't really give us much idea what the hell it is. So 
have to wait and see, man. All right, other news we've got. I mentioned and teased it earlier. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is back in a big bed in fresh way. Uh, on September 19th, you will be returning to Mortal Kombat for the first time. Um, returning for the first time. If you get what I'm saying there, because they are rebooting the franchise. Mortal Kombat 1 is the name, and it's releasing this September. Uh, Fire God Liu Kang has shaped a new reality, one that has some of the same fighters, but with a new twist. Characters seen in the teaser trailer, because there is a teaser trailer out that you can go check out now, uh, which was, you know, covered in Mortal Kombat's awesomeness. Uh, the teaser trailer included characters Liu Kang, Kung Lao, that is Tombstone Josh's favorite, uh, Raiden, Shang Tsung, Sub-Zero Scorpion, Melina, and Katana. Uh, Johnny Cage was also mentioned in the teaser trailer, and there is more to come, uh, which makes me wonder if it'll be shown off at, I don't know, a certain little showcase that's happening this week. Uh, PlayStation is having its showcase showing games that are coming to the PlayStation 5, uh, and I think Vista, Vita, Vista, whatever the hell that game thing is called. <laughs> the game thing, um, uh, the handheld thing. I, I think it's called Vista now. I, I, Vita? I, I don't know. I don't do handheld gaming. <laughs> I'm a console guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's happening this week, so I've got that set up to, uh, check out, uh, for sure, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. They showed some, um, Mortal Kombat footage there. Uh, a lot of people are interested and very happy about the game. It does look really cool and awesome, and just, you know, I already know I'm gonna buy the game and get my ass kicked very early into the game and be like, I don't want to play this anymore. You know, I guess that's the last time I uh, played a Mortal Kombat game. I'm like, freaking damn it, you know, just getting my ass kicked over and over again. Uh, but it's the way it works, man. I was hoping for Injustice 3, which still got my ass kicked in Injustice. But I, I kept kept fighting through it, man, you know, because DC, baby. Um, <laughs> but, oh, man, fighting games. Gotta love them. But, yeah, there you go. Mortal Kombat, new Mortal Kombat game on the way this year. Stay tuned for more information on that. Uh, Mortal Kombat movie-wise, apparently, and again, this casting rumors, talked about this earlier, so take it with a grain of salt, because it hasn't officially been announced, but uh, apparently Jade has been cast for the second Mortal Kombat film uh, with actress Tati Gabrelli uh, to play the role. Um, you might know her from Netflix's Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, or the show You. Uh, it's two shows I have not watched. Uh, I've tried multiple times to watch that Sabrina show, and it just never worked out for me. Um, and you, I've never seen that show. But, you know, cool. I like Jade. Jade's one of my favorite characters. Um, probably because she was green, I'm sure. <laughs> when I was younger, I'm like, oh, she's wearing green. That's awesome. I think green's my favorite color. I was the same way with um, uh, Reptile. Reptile. Reptile's awesome, too, though, by the way. And they, I think Reptile was in the first movie. Yeah, damn it. Um, but, cool. It'd be nice to see Jade in the film. Uh, let's see. She joins the rumor casting with uh, Carl Urban, who you should know from a lot of stuff. Um, uh, he is apparently signed on to play Johnny Cage um, in the Mortal Kombat 2 film. We'll see. Because, <laughs> again, these are casting rumors. These are not confirmed. Um, so... I'm trying to remember that first Mortal Kombat movie. I, you know, I know a lot of people were not fans of it. It did have its fans, don't get me wrong. But I remember a lot of people weren't the biggest fans of it. It came out, like, at the height of COVID, right? If I remember correctly. So it was, like, on HBO Max and all that stuff. Um, I remember there were scenes in that movie that I did enjoy. 
but uh, for the most part, I, I did have my issues with that movie for sure. I mean, the whole first movie is just to set up, you know, another, you know, the the movies going forward from there. So it's one of those films, which is probably why people don't like Fast X too much because it's setting up for uh, the end. But I enjoyed Fast X, uh, but I didn't, I, you know. I don't know. I haven't watched that Mortal Kombat movie in quite some time, you know. But like I said, there were some scenes I liked in it, and there were some, you know, cool moments in it and all that stuff. Mostly were shown in the trailer, but overall, they're gonna make more money. I feel like that movie made some, made good enough money. Obviously, if they're making a sequel, so more power to. Um, let's see. CW is no longer developing or redeveloping the live-action Powerpuff Girls. Do you remember that? That was happening during the COVID time as well, when there's going to be a live-action Powerpuff Girls show on the CW, uh, starring Dove Cameron as uh, Bubbles. Um, uh, yeah, I I was interested in that idea, probably mostly because, as I stretch, um, <laughs> because I am a Dove Cameron fan. I think she's great, but you know, and I did grow up watching the Powerpuff Girls and all that, and you know, it was an interesting idea to bring them to life, and they're. You know, they're adults now, and they're dealing with the, the past of being kids that had to save the world over and over again or something like that. I believe that was the synopsis of the show. Uh, but it, it ran into some issues, and they tried to reshoot the uh, the pilot episode, um, and it just never went anywhere. And now, officially, uh, CW is no longer developing it. They did say they gave it back to the studios. They could try to shop it somewhere else. So maybe there's a possibility of more Powerpuff um happening, <laughs> you know, for the first time, uh, because this hasn't happened, um, they've, of course, had the show, I think they rebooted the show uh, a number of years ago, but, you know, what can you do, the CW, man, I kind of sit here and just wonder what the CW is at this point, because mostly it was Supernatural, right, and that's gone, and uh, the Arrowverse, and of course Arrow's not there anymore, Flash is finishing up this year, um, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Uh, they what? They canceled that um, supernatural spinoff. Yeah, I don't know. CW. I'm surprised it's still running. But what can you do? Uh, let's see. Moving forward here. Is this the last bit of news? Um, there was again. This is all rumor, of course. But before I get to the last bit of news, there was a rumor that came out this week that Emma Stone, who is one of my absolute favorite actresses, love her. Uh, she apparently turned down the role of Sue Storm due to money, um, which perfectly fine. She deserves to be paid well. She's one of the well-known actresses around, definitely of the newer, newer era. And, um, of course the rumor is Adam Driver's playing, um, what's his face? <laughs> um, Reed Richards. So, and those two have different, I read the article, they have different, um, pay scales per se she would be getting paid way more um but yeah she apparently turned it down because they could afford her which fine you know um I, I get i like emma stone a lot she's one of my favorite actresses so you know it's i would have supported the film if she was in it but i, I don't know i have honestly don't know anything that's going on that fantastic four film they haven't given us a whole lot other than announcing you know that it was happening, you know, and then, of course, we don't know what's going on with Marvel right now, they may have to reshape things, um, depending on how certain trials go, but you have to all wait and see how things go, man, uh, they did announce that Loki and Echo are coming soon, Loki will follow the, the route of, um, 
the past Marvel shows will be weekly, but they're dropping all the Echo episodes right away, which seems kind of telling that they don't have too much faith in that show to drop it all at once, or or maybe they're just rushing to get the shows out of the way. I don't know what the the thought process there is, but um, that's happening. So both those shows are like back to back too. So yeah. Yeah, and then we have to see how Loki season two works. Um, I, I didn't hate the first season of Loki, but you know, again, I'm not a Marvel guy. I don't get overly excited about a lot of the stuff they put out. Um, I did. I was very excited about Guardians of the Galaxy, but we'll see how it all works out. And then the Jonathan Majors of it all, we have to wait and see how things go with him and the trial and all that stuff. And it's just Marvel's entering a weird, random realm uh, ever since Endgame happened. So just you know, gonna hit the pause button, see how everything works, and watch them as they release, and see how they go from there, but yeah, uh, Fantastic Four, we have to wait and see what happens with that, Blade is on the shelves again, um, and then, you know, you got those two shows dropping soon, so there you go, <laughs> all right, last bit of news, positive Marvel news, uh, Deadpool 3 casting, actress Brianna Hinnobrand and Shiloh Kutsuna, are returning to the Deadpool franchise. Uh, Hiddlebrand will be reprising her role from the first two films as Negasonic Teenage Warhead, uh, the mutant cohort, of course, to the Merc with a Mouth Deadpool, uh, with the ability to generate nuclear explosions. Uh, Kasuna is playing Negasonic Teenage Warhead's girlfriend, Yukuya, Yukuya? suck my names, uh, a Japanese mutant ninja who was uh, debuted in Deadpool 2. So it's good to see them back, man. Um, I don't remember Deadpool 2 all that much. I remember the boy kid was very annoying. But um, that I don't remember much of Deadpool 2 because I haven't watched that one nearly as much as I watched that first film. But good lord, do I love that first film. What an absolute fantastic movie, which James Gunn said is in his top five favorite comic book movies of all time. So um, I, I, I really enjoyed that movie. I kind of want to watch it again. To be honest with you, I want to watch it. I am excited for Deadpool 3. Again, you know... Ryan Reynolds is awesome in that role. Like, he was built for that role, right? And then you introduce uh, Wolverine into this movie with Hugh Jackman playing the role again. I know we've all been kind of like, oh, we won. I don't know. I don't know if we all. That's, you know, that's pretty, it's pretty um, huge to say all that. But um, a lot of people were like, we're ready for a new actor to play Wolverine, including Hugh Jackman. He's even said it was time for, you know, somebody else to play the role. And then we get to see all that fun fan casting of Daniel Radcliffe. Harry Potter himself as Wolverine, which I'm like, fucking, why not? Let's see it. But, you know, we're going to have to wait until we see the new Wolverine, if there is a new Wolverine, because this movie is, Deadpool 3 is going to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so, who knows? Yeah, but at the same time, you've got all these universes, you can do this, you can do that, you can have this character come back, you have that come character come back, so I really wonder, it didn't even matter if that character passed away in one of the other films or not, because they're just bringing another version of them from another universe, and yada, 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 and here we go with this and that, who cares, man, let's just enjoy the movies, you know, let's get back to watching movies and just enjoying them, you know, it's so easy to be like, oh, I hate this movie, or, ah, you know, all that, man, let's just watch the movies and enjoy them, dude, like, I'd never expected to enjoy this fast film, but I went to the theater, watched it, and guess what? Enjoyed it. You know? And <laughs> bringing it full circle here, man. So, watch the movies and enjoy it, man. I don't know what I'm getting into with this Little Mermaid film. I didn't watch the cartoon, but I'm like, you know what? You know, it's a new movie. I love going to the movies. You know, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to reveal it for you on this show. 
and we're gonna see how it goes, man. Um, I will say, with in saying all that, I do skip a lot of movies that I'm not interested in, which is perfectly fine. Uh, for instance, that Peter Pan movie that came out, I did not want to see it. Still have not seen it. You know, I saw that trailer. I'm like, nah, for me, man. Nah, for me. But if you want to see it, or if you have seen it, good on you, man. But uh, I was like, ah, I don't know. But we'll see, man. We have to wait and see how everything works out. But Fast X is in theaters now. If you want to go check that out this week, uh, movie wise, uh, you got The Little Mermaid, you got The Machine, uh, the Bert Kreischer film about the uh, story he told standing up, uh, which may or may not be a true story. Who knows? Maybe it is. Probably. Uh, Mark Hamill's in the film, so seeing that as well with my friends. Um, got a friend who wants to see it, so kind of see it. Um, <laughs> but uh, we got that, and then of course, um, you know, we've got Transformers coming up, we've got The Flash coming up. Um, you know, we're, we're heading into the summer blockbuster realm, man. So fun times at the old El Theater, but good times nonetheless, man. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you had a good time with me and this nonsense. Gave you my spoiler-free thoughts on Fast X. Uh, Jason Momoa is incredible. See that movie for him alone. Uh, Gave you some DC talk there, some horror talk, uh, video game talk. A lot of video game talk this episode, man. Between Dead by Daylight and Mortal Kombat, got me some good video game talking in here. So, yeah. um, Please, again, like, subscribe, share the show. Check out my recent gameplay on uh, the Throwing Podcast Network's YouTube. I'll have more of those up. all kinds of stuff, man. Fun stuff, fun times. Appreciate you all joining in and listening to me ramble on on this show, man. Appreciate you all, and I hope you have a great rest of the day, week, month, years, years, life, happiness. And always remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one remembers to turn on the light. Talk to all you beautiful people next episode.